A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Michael Reed on LMFM. Monday morning, the 18th of May. Good morning with much debate and discussion from now till 11am. This is Michael Reed on LMFM. Today starts uh, the beginning of uh, the end of uh, the lockdown as we start phase one of recovery. We are not to travel further than five kilometres from home, but we can use local sports pitches, go for a round of golf or knock some balls around uh, local tennis court, car parks, beaches and mountain walks are reopening. Thousands get back to work in construction and in gardening and some shops begin to open in this the first of the five phases for reopening the country. A potter around the shops today might be exciting but it will be very different won't it with some erecting barriers as crowd control measures similar to what you'd be used to outside of a concert hall. The Minister for Health Simon Harris says if we get this right it means that every three weeks we can do a little bit more. If we get it wrong our plans will stall and perhaps reverse. Let's talk about this with local business representatives. Shona McManus is the president of Drogheda and District Chamber and Paula McCall, chief executive officer of the County Meath Chamber and both on the line with us. And good morning to you both and thank you for joining us here this morning. Paula, I suppose this is really just a, a baby step, but it is a step in the right direction, isn't it? Absolutely, Michael, and thank you for having us on today. Firstly, I suppose we welcome the government's decision to start the economy. It's a de- there's a definite sigh of relief right there among our members. I mean, we have to be immensely grateful for the efforts of the work that's been done over the past couple of months. And um, we're conscious of the personal impact that the restrictions have had on people's freedom of movement. Our thoughts are with those that may have lost loved ones. In some instances, people have, have lost their jobs. But yeah. Mm. Today is the first day. It's day one, phase one, and in many instances, and, and it's it's actually the it's part of the start of the most difficult period for business. Mm. Um, we welcome the publication of the protocols last week, but it's obvious from reading them that there's going to be knock-on costs here for business. Last week we had a platform for our members where they talked it through, and what's obvious is that there's no blueprint. It's small steps. We have to work together within the guidelines to come up with solutions that work for business. Mm. We need to build trust with customers, we need to protect our staff, and I suppose we need to, from a Chamber's point of view, we're doing everything we can to support mm. business to get back up and running. Well, the virus has been suppressed, it hasn't gone away, and we're living with the virus, uh, and it's to live with the virus safely that we're trying uh, to get to a stage of, uh, and that means protecting yourself and protecting your customers. Uh, would you agree that uh, there's a degree of excitement and a degree of anxiety for both customers and indeed business owners. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's great. To, it's great to think we can get out out and about again. 
But uh, you, as you rightly said, and, and as Minister Harris said, it, this, it's going to take time. Uh, we need to move slowly. Very, very few businesses are, are going to be able to open their doors today, put back on the lights and continue as normal. Mm. It's, it's, a whole, it's a new, it's, it's uncharted territory. It's a new path we're on. Um, we, businesses won't be able to function at 100% mm. and neither can they function at 0%. So they need to take the time to assess their business models and um, work within the guidelines to um, adjust and innovate in ways where they can mm-hmm. constantly reopen their doors. Our members have told us they're going to need support for this to get back up and running. I'm sure. And, and mm. we have our own, um, we have a, 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 our own uh, fund coming online today to help mm-hmm. them, which we, we can talk about later. But, I mean, really and truly, it's, it's about uh, building trust with customers mm. and, and, and accepting the fact that uh, we're going to have to take this one step at a time. Yeah, and some of these things that uh, you'll need, whether it's Perspex or whatever, to uh, create a separation between people within businesses uh, are expenses. Uh, as we've heard from uh, pharmacies for that matter. Let me go to Drogheda, though. As I say, Shona McManus is also on the line. And maybe we should uh, take a step back and remind people of what is and what is not open. Because there's uh, some businesses open uh, and it's only a small few and not an awful lot that aren't. And I gather as well, Shona, that the businesses that aren't opening today are watching very closely or will be watching very closely over the next three weeks to see how all of this pans out for those who are open. Uh, Indeed, Michael. Good morning. And thanks, as Paula said, for having us on the show this morning. Delighted to be on the show with you. Um, Yeah, it is an exciting morning as phase one kicks in. And as Paula said, we do need to re-enter this phase very carefully and diligently. Um, But there are many businesses that will be standing back, that will be looking to see how the businesses that have opened up, how they are coping, what they are doing, what guidelines um, and what procedures they're putting in place, particularly in relation to say social distancing for their own employees and their own staff um, and then also for their customers coming in and out of their um, establishments as well so as you already pointed out Michael this morning it's garden centres um, hardwares are opening up golf courses some of the outdoor um, play areas and, and, and uh, construction also I think there's about 150,000 people mm. in construction going back to work over the next couple of weeks so there's a lot but then there are other businesses that won't be opening up until mm. phase 2, 3, 4, 5 even which is a good time away mm-hmm. um, and there's already some very specific guidelines being set out for those businesses in terms of how you should reopen how you bring people back into an office environment what spaces are required what um, things you need in an office like Perspex screens even, mm. you know, the sneeze guards and how do you space people out where they're seated and how then do you allow your customers in. So there's an awful lot that needs to be taken on board. There's a lot that needs to be learned. There's a lot that needs to be planned out and understood to make sure that we're complying with the guidelines. And there's a big cost associated as well for businesses around this, dependent on the type of business that you're in. Mm. Um, now, last week, thankfully on Friday, we're very happy to get some guidelines around the restart grant from the Department of Business Enterprise and Innovation, um, which is at least great because now we know what businesses can go for the restart grant. Um, So small businesses who've been impacted by 25% plus in their turnover can go for the grant, which is based on the rates collections um, from 2019. Um, So if you've less than 50 employees, if you've got a turnover less than 5 million, you can go for a grant. I think it's this Friday, the 22nd of May. It is this Friday, 22nd mm. of May. Uh, businesses can apply for this grant and they will get 2 to 10K 
um, €10,000 of a grant to help restart the business and to try and bring employees and customers back into businesses. Will, um, which will help to pay for some of yeah. uh, these new costs. Uh, but has there been any confusion? Have you been hearing from members who thought they were going to open tomorrow and then realised that that wouldn't be the case? Because there has undoubtedly been confusion and uh, if a company the size of IKEA gets it wrong, well then there's something wrong. And uh, I'm not sure that IKEA did get it wrong because the roadmap, which they said was a living document and open to change, changed. Uh, and it said that homeware, opticians, motor, uh, bicycle and repair, office products, electrical, IT, phone sales and repair can open uh, and that a full list would be provided. Uh, but homeware was then taken off the list. Yeah, and I think there are some grey areas around it, all right. Um, and, and, and I think one thing we have been told from the beginning is that things will change and we have to be able to and willing to work and be agile with them. And the fear out there is that from a public realm perspective, that there will be crowds of people who've been sitting at home for weeks will decide, oh, we'll go out and we'll have a little wander around today. We'll go down to a homeware company and have a little browse around and it'll bring the crowds out too much. And I think that's the fear, is that very quickly that we could get a spike of COVID-19 back in and the numbers will start going the wrong direction. Um, and I think there will be a little bit more of this as the government and the, and the groups working with government are defining who can mm. and who can't get back out there. Mm. And we're going to have to expect that. But unfortunately, it does become very grey sometimes. And we have noticed that over the last couple of weeks, things will be said, then they're taken back. But I think we have to expect that that is going to happen in order for there to be a safe return for people in all environments, whether it's going back to business or going back to shopping or going back to school, for example. Okay, I don't know if you've heard anything about a pub selling takeaway pints in Drogheda using plastic glasses last night, but a well-known journalist tweeted that on Twitter. But there's also a bar in Buncrana which has been delivering pints of Guinness by car and by bicycle and they were closed down because they were told that they weren't allowed to do it, although there was no gathering as such. And I suppose these are the type of stories that we can expect to hear in uh, the coming weeks in terms of confusion and lack of understanding of uh, the guidelines, even if you're not breaking the law. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, there's certainly conversations in different sectors going on at the moment that we've been um, part of. I mean, even with the the cafes and restaurants can open up in phase three, which is the 29th of June, if I remember correctly. Whereas the bars, for example, and nightclubs, they can't open back up until phase five at this point, which is August, 10th of August. Mm. Um, And there's a lot of talk around that. Now, I know, obviously, there's other conversations going on as to possibly could the bars open up sooner if they can come up with um, good guidelines and good plan uh, and work with government on that. But there's a lot of conversation going on. And it is very difficult because even with the social distancing and uh, and how, if you think about a restaurant or a bar and, mm. and the customers coming in, the number of customers you need in order to meet the cost of that of operating your your establishment versus how many people you'll actually be allowed to have into these mm. establishments moving forward. There's a lot of um, people maybe asking themselves, is it viable for me to reopen? Can I reopen on one hand? And on mm. the other hand, there's other operations and they're being incredibly innovative. They are doing some takeaways. And mm. I, I know what you said about the, the bar in Drogheda last mm. night. Um, but there's, you also see some of our restaurants. I mean, you can still get your favourite rest or favourite meal from a restaurant via takeaway at the moment in a lot of establishments, particularly here in Drogheda, uh, which is fantastic. So um, 
It is a bit of a, 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 a mixed bag at the moment. And as time goes on, things will get clearer. But there's a lot of conversation, confusion, and a lot of people trying really hard to make this work and be creative and innovative to keep people safe and to get back to business. OK, let me just go back to Paula. Are you hearing from confused members at all? Yes, um, I reiterate what Shona says. Mm. We're, we're, we're both uh, operating chambers and, 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 and there's no difference based in, in Drada and mm-hmm. or indeed every business is, is experiencing uh, the same thing. Um, you know, employers looking at ways to, to protect staff mm-hmm. and social distance in the canteen. And ha- has this issue of homeware shops opening or not opening caused confusion, do you think? I suppose the homeware hardware mm. debate was is, is is centered around which one supports the construction industry which opened today. Mm. So the hardware stores opened in support of the construction industry, and the homeware. Some shops had a certain amount of homeware, and some mm. had, you know, depending on their percentage. And yeah, and, what, and, what, and what that and that will be objected to, I'm sure, particularly by uh, shops that exclusively sell homeware because they'll be saying why can they sell homeware in another shop if I can't sell it and I thought that I was going to reopen today indeed I think we've been hearing from retail stores uh, that sell clothing that are complaining that some of the big shops that sell groceries are also selling clothing on occasion yeah, I know, and we've had uh, we've had a number of calls in from our members mm. on on this topic and and uh, the confusion that was caused. But as Shona said, and what we've been reiterated by the Minister Humphreys, this is a living document, and we're trying our best. The last thing we want is to um, is the risk of a second surge, which would really mm. put the smoke out in business. So I suppose we need to to take baby steps. Okay, uh, you wanted to mention this fund, uh, two hundred and fifty thousand euros being made available yeah. to you by Facebook. Yeah, so our members told us, I suppose, that they needed support to get back up and running. We had a number of, of surveys, and um, before we realised, I mean, obviously, the 250 million from the government is coming on stream on Friday, and we we uh, we'll see the details of that then. But uh, yeah, we're delighted to announce a unique partnership today with Meet Chamber and Facebook. We've donated 250,000 to the chamber so that we can make funding available to small and medium businesses across Meet to help them to get back up and running. Uh, and again, apply through uh, the website. They, apply through, the they apply through yeah. Mead mm-hmm. Chamber. Okay. So mm-hmm. uh, the, the, the application goes live, is live this morning. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're a maximum grant of 3500 It's open to all small and medium mm-hmm. businesses in Mead. And uh, we're funding or supporting businesses to innovate or, to, like I said, to, to look at that uh, business model, to find a way to adapt, to get back up and running mm-hmm. and to... To, um, to evolve and survive the crisis, uh, please God. Uh, we'll be on hand to support them all the way through that and mm-hmm. um, we're, we're thrilled with the opportunity. Oh, it's a yeah. unique partnership mm-hmm. at yeah. Facebook and, and we're thrilled with the okay, opportunity. OK, grants of up to €3,500 for each business and you have a, a total fund of €250,000 which yeah. has been made available to you by Facebook. That is uh, yeah. very, very positive news. Uh, just uh, to conclude, have you any advice, uh, both of you, uh, and uh, maybe you'd uh, begin, uh, Paula, uh, have you any advice uh, for... Uh, companies uh, who are getting back to work uh, in, in terms of uh, making people feel reassured. Uh, it, it, it's a different world. We've a new normal. Sometimes uh, people may uh, feel anxious, uh, as we were discussing earlier on, and some people might not want to come back to work. Uh, what, 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 what advice have you got to employers? Well, I suppose we go back to the protocol. So in, it, you, you, you take your guide, you, you look at, you assess where you are, uh, you have to build, you have to make sure you have trust with your staff and make sure you have trust with your customers. Um, look at the protocols, 
Um, take obviously social distancing needs to be adhered to. Obviously, we need hand sanitizers and we need uh, face masks if uh, if we're in in uh, in retail in public settings. Um, take your time. Um, take take it easy. Take it easy. Try and do it online as much as you can. Uh, try and um, ask your customers what it is that they that they like. Be ready to adapt and change. Uh, I suppose it's it's it, the, the people who take the first steps here are really what we're what mm. the second phase two, three, and four are going to keep a keep a lookout on. Um, it's very important to lo- log in. We've got a COVID information website section on our website, Alpha Drahada. We've got updates there. Um, we've been using our, um, really looking into our, our own chamber membership mm. to see how we can support each other. And we've had a, a, a tremendous response from businesses within our own membership. Um, and, and never has it been more 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 important to rely mm-hmm. on each other. So the whole shop local, keep local, support local business um, is, is, is more prevalent now than ever. No, never, it's um, never been as important uh, and never more important. Never, and never yeah. will, yeah, and, and never will be. And I suppose mm-hmm. that's, the, that's, the, that's the raising debtor of any mm-hmm. chamber of commerce okay. is to make sure to support local business and encourage people to to uh, to, to keep to keep supporting okay. the businesses within their towns. And Shona, do you wish to add to, to that? Uh, I mean, you can't reopen without staff and staff for very good reason for the sake of their own health, for public health reasons, uh, may not want to return to work. What advice have you got for employers? So my advice would be um, to echo everything Paula has already said, mm-hmm. but I'd also remind people that we're all in this together and we can navigate it together. That's the first thing. I'd encourage employers and businesses to reach out and get engaged with their local chambers, with any organisation they can to become to learn and to learn from each other and collaborate and get lots of knowledge. People are sharing everything right now, so there's no no one who's guarding their information. Mm-hmm. We're, we're genuinely all in this together. So in Drogheda, for example, there's a weekly webinar every Thursday for members of the chamber and non-members. We've opened it up to everybody and we share experiences and we give updates in terms of what's coming out from the government. So most chambers around the country will be doing something like this on a weekly basis or very often. And if they're not, they certainly have an office and a phone line that is open and are very willing to give information. Um, I would say also there are courses available like um, there's um, health and safety courses available around COVID-19 right now to help you to reopen carefully and to know how to look after your staff firstly and your customers second. I attended an excellent one last week and have a full guideline for my own business reopening now as a result of that. So I definitely recommend that. There's also courses out there like Drogheda Chamber again is running one right now um, called a retail battle plan, which is all about reopening your business, your retail business, how to get online and how to trade more effectively. And it's very, very successful. Um, And also, Annie, look for your business. What funding is available for you from Leo, from Enterprise Ireland? That's fantastic funding that Paula has available in need for any of her members Um, from Facebook. That's amazing support um, and also from the government. So find out what funds, because every penny counts right now. We need funding, cash flow, liquidity. It's very important as well as our employees. So find out what you can get to help okay. and look into the warehousing of revenue and taxes as well so right. you have a cash flow plan. Okay. Um, and just remember we're all in this together and everyone's willing okay. to help okay. and we will get there. All right, let's hope so. And stay safe, as you say. And thank you indeed uh, for joining us, both of you, uh, for that matter. That's uh, Shona McManus, who's the president of uh, the Drogheda and District Chamber. Also speaking to us, Paula McCall, who's the chief executive officer of the County Meath Chamber. Michael, Michael Reed on, on LMFM. LMFM. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.